There we are. Ooh, in the booth today. Oh, yeah, yeah. I find this is a lot easier. Uh, and plus, I sound better off this mic. <laughs> hey, you sound brilliant, hey? Thank you. You too, man. How are you? I'm well. I just I finally got a PS5. You did? Yeah, I just got it today. Oh, got nice. The got the confirmation and email and everything. I'm chuffed. I'm well chuffed. How is it in Australia? Are you, is it is it as short in Australia as it has been over here? I hear America probably has it the easiest. Yeah, well, not- in Australia, there was only an allocation of 20. So I was lucky enough to get what? one of the 20. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but there wasn't not- many. There wasn't many, that's for sure. Wow. Um, have you ever been here before, mate? Down here? Yeah. 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 Oh, beautiful. What did you think? Tell uh, me it was positive. I know. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I love Australia. Uh, the first time I yeah. went to Adelaide, I was visiting some relatives of my gr- a girlfriend at the time, and that was really nice. Adelaide really surprised me because it was, it was a lot more, the weather and the terrain and all that was a lot more European than I was expecting. You know, there was like, there was, we were there in autumn. And uh, it was yeah. like fall leaves and stuff. And then, and then I did a show in Brisbane uh, about ten years ago, and we we performed at the what was it called, the Powerhouse Theater, uh, just there on the Gold Coast. Ah. And that and was what was great. that for? We did we did Macbeth. We were touring Macbeth at the time, and it was oh, the first wow. time it was the first time the company had gotten to Australia. So we were re- really excited. And then that's when the tour finished. So once we finished that. I went inland. I went inland past Toowoomba to like the beginning of Toowoomba. the Toowoomba. You've been to Toowoomba, Roger I, Clark. I passed through it. I think <laughs> I may have had a drink there, yeah. But Wow. Yeah. My, my, not only have I been to Toowoomba, but my uncle has been to Toowoomba. <laughs> he was in there. He was there during the Second World War because he was in the South Pacific. That is so random. So, how have you been, mate, in the last uh, in the last little bit during COVID and everything? You you staying healthy, mind yeah. and spirit? You know, going crazy, but still healthy. <laughs> you know, I'm I've been, I'm very grateful over the pa- for the past year. To be honest with you, I mean, it sucked for everyone. I mean, but it's been a it's a universe. Everyone's going through it, which is kind of kind of makes it a little better, I think. You know, there's also a lot of divisiveness too, you know, because people have politicized it, like with masks and whatnot, and that sucks. But everyone mm. is going through this. And so that kind of, in a way, it does make it a little easier. But I, I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, there's so many of my theater friends in New York that literally Broadway has, is still shut down. And I know theater is in most parts around the world. And, so many of my theater friends haven't done anything for over a year, and I've been lucky that I can, I can still do voiceover mm. and voice acting, you know, in the comfort of my own home. Thanks. Because you've dabbled, you've done a lot of theater, haven't you, over the years? Yeah, it's where it's basic. Most of my resume is theater. Yeah, God, that's how I started out. Yeah, and uh, wow. that voice and with voiceover and voice acting, probably taking a, a very close second. And performance capture too, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kota says, "Where's the beard?" <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god! Yeah, man, I got sick of that. It was a COVID beard; it had to go. Yeah, I had the know? same. Now I've, I've trimmed it a little bit, but still, it's still remnants of it. But yeah, um, I, it, it was getting pretty crazy. Now, for those of you that don't, you can see it. <laughs> I'll show it to you. But I, I, it had to go. You know, it was getting it had warmer. to go. What was the wife saying? No more. She she was kind of like, you know, it would be she nice was a if fan. it was gone. 
She didn't mind it, to be honest. I don't know why. Because look. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a COVID beard. Yeah, and the hair as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts, right? And that's literally me sat here. So, yeah, because now I'm I'm getting older. So there's loads of gray in the stubble. So <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm starting to become more clean shaven now. So on on your IMDb or Wikipedia, wherever I looked, it said Irish American. How does mm. that work? So you were born in were you born in Ireland or were you born in America? But parents yeah. are Irish. I I did it. I went backwards. I was born in New Jersey, <laughs> and then yeah, okay. To, to my mother was Irish and my dad was Irish American, and uh, yeah, and then we we moved to Ireland when I was twelve. Uh, but I spent every summer there of, of my childhood as well. So I kind of did the emigration thing a little backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And I, I grew up, I spent the, the latter half of my childhood in, all in Ireland, in the west coast of Ireland, not far from where my mother grew up in County Sligo. And yeah. I did my, my uh, I don't know what, you, what level of education you call it in Australia, but in Ireland it's secondary level education and oh, okay. like yeah, high yeah. school basically. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you do say high school, right? I remember yeah, home yeah, yeah, neighbors yeah. now. Yeah, and um, so then you came back here what at in the twenties? No, came no. Back to America? No, no. Then I trained in Britain. I trained oh, in okay. I trained in Wales. Yeah, in the old South Wales, as you guys might say. And um, <laughs> yeah, I was in Cardiff, and then I uh, and then eventually after graduating, you know, you, you do. You just migrate to London as you do, because that's where most of the work in the UK is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I work. I, I spent all my twenties in in the in London, basically. Um, wow. Doing a lot of theatre, a lot of voiceover, uh, and uh, that's how where I began my career. Basically, was in the United Kingdom. And then I, I moved back to the to America much later on until I, I was in my thirties. Oh wow. Uh, Jiminator, thank you so much. Uh, absolute legend. I remember he wished me a happy Easter on his Instagram. Red Dead Redemption 2 is easily my favorite game of all time because of his performance from Jim. Thanks, Jim. You never Thanks. get enough of these comments, do you? Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that people like the work of, every, of all, everything we did. You know, we, with that, we spent a long time on that game. I spent half a decade on it. And, um, that was just the performance capture aspect. You know, I know other designers and every, a lot of other team players were working on it even longer than that. Mm. So how, how crazy a decade on this game just for yourself. Half a uh, five years, five years, I half suppose. a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's, that's a long time for a game. Most, most uh, actors yeah. will only have a year. If that, won't if they? that, yeah. Yeah. So how did, did that feel? The when, GTA when it was guys, all said and done, because yeah, the G, the GTA guys, uh, I think they spent three years on it, and then uh, I was coming in really ki kind of when GTA Five came out. But of course, they were three protagonists, so their work was probably a little more interspersed than mine was, because mm. because uh, you know you, you have the choice of which character you wanted to play, and you don't necessarily have that in Red Dead Two. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but. I had a lot more work to do than say one one of the protagonists of GTA Five had to do. <laughs> so this it was a crazy contract. I don't think I'll ever have another contract the likes of that again. You know, it's kind of comparable to if you were going to do six or seven seasons of a TV show. I guess you know, as really? far as time so and volume. So it wasn't volume. based on 
It wasn't based on per hour. You don't have to answer, but. Well, no, the contract, I mean, no, the the, the contract was, you know, the SAG, SAG after contract. And obviously, you know, the, the different studios work in different ways, but this was, mm. you know, the job's done when it's done. And yeah, I don't think I'll ever have a contract that long again. It's very unusual for an actor to get that much job security <laughs> from one, from one company. So it was, it was something else. And, uh, yeah, there really isn't anything else I can compare it to, and I'm not sure that there ever will be, but it was a long time. I loved every second, but it took a long time. It was a lot of work. Rockstar uh, are so committed to detail and, and you know, and attention to it. And, and, oh, you know, they, they, are, they are unparamount. Like, the amount of detail yeah. they put in Red Dead Redemption 2, it's the most detail I've ever seen in the game, ever. Uh, and GTA Five. I'll never forget. I remember before the game came out, every once in a while they would show me a bit, you know. Yeah. And I remember, and this was years before it came out, and I had never seen this in a game before. But by the time it came out, I had. You know, I remember the the snow in God of War, for example. I remember thinking our snow was the best, and then when God of War was like, oh, that snow's pretty good too. Uh, ours is still better, but you know. <laughs> That's right. They came out in the same year. What a year. For gaming, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? There's was a lot of good games that year. Detroit Become Human, and yeah, yeah. Oh, and the and then uh, Spider Man, I think, was it? The, yeah, the first, not the Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, those fantastic stuff. And mm. that reminds me now, I'm going to be able to finally check out Miles Morales in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, um, what was the I detail, talking? Yeah, the attention to detail. For example, one of the, I remember for the first time I saw it. Well. You know, Arthur was just walking around on a beach and and uh, I turned around and I looked at Arthur's footsteps and his, his footprints were in the sand. And yeah. I thought, wow, that's pretty impressive. But then it started to rain. And then I saw the footprints fill up with water. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. And then, then I saw the water splash with the raindrops that were coming down. Current, you know, there was still, uh, the, the rain that was still falling down was creating little splashes in the the now flooded footprints. And then yeah. that's when my mind started to get blown. And I was like, wow. Have you ever seen the videos? My friend called Knights. He did um, amazing details of Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. Millions and millions of views. That sounds there's interesting. About, there's about eight parts to the series because there's so many details. Usually you only get one one video from him on a game. Ah. But because this game is so detailed, he had that many videos on it. Just like the ball's yeah. testicles. Yeah, well, what are, they shrink. I can't even remember now. But the, the horses shrink when you go up and it gets cold. Yeah, they shrink <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. How do you think of that, eh? They even have one, and we used to record dialogue for circumstances that you wouldn't think necessarily would happen, but some player would eventually come up with it. Yeah. For example, if you hogtie an NPC, and if you put the and if you put hogtied NPC right underneath the ass of a horse. And if you wait long enough for that horse to eventually defecate, some NPCs will actually have dialogue specific no to that. No way. Yeah, because they're like, insane. oh, why did you have to let the, oh, man, that's, oh. And they, they, there's a, I don't know how many, but there are, there is <laughs> NPC hilarious. dialogue for that. Far out. Yeah. Um, Jim says again here, thank you, Jim. He says, thanks, Jim. Can we get a, can we get a Lenny? Oh. Lenny! <laughs> 
Found you, Lenny. How many times did you have to say that? How was that? That was from one of the earlier missions, wasn't it? Yeah. It has yeah. been a while since I've played, so bear with me. No, not at all. I um, that was from yeah, that was from one of the probably one of the most popular missions that I hear about, anyways. And we never thought it. It's funny what made, you never think, do you? you yeah, I didn't think it was going to catch on that much. Yeah, and it, it was funny because most of that Lenny dialogue was done in a booth similar to this. Really? And, um, yeah, because most of Red Dead was done via performance capture. Uh, which a lot of people still call voice acting, but it, 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 you know, or confuse it for voice acting rather, but it's not, you know, they're, it's they're, not, it's they're two totally different things now, they're both great, but totally different. But the Lenny stuff that was, that was done in a booth like this. I'd say maybe, maybe 10, 12% of my work on Red Dead was, was voice acting. And then the other what? stuff was really, yeah, everything else was, wow. was, and I did pretty much like maybe about 95, 96% of what you see Arthur do. And the rest was so done. every every cutscene then is mocap, pretty Everyone, much, yeah, except for stunts, yeah. Wow, yeah. and the in-game stuff, and the in-game stuff too. Because I know that the mocap stages aren't cheap. You know what I mean? Oh. So, that, oh, well, I know Rockstar are fine when it comes to money, but wow, that's an investment. Five yeah. years of mocap, yeah, far yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Ellie Dames, thanks so much. She says, Roger, what advice would you give to someone interested in video game motion capture acting, asking for a friend? I'm the wow. friend. Wow. <laughs> um, well, uh, is Bandai, what was the, uh, people ask me this a lot and, um, mm. you know, uh, my end to it was through voice acting and being a gamer, I guess. Uh, when I first started, sorry. I first started oh, doing good. performance capture in the UK. Um, my first gig uh, was- Shell Shock 2, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, not many people know about that one. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Zombies and Viet Cong in the same game. It was pretty re It was pretty crazy. Hey, it was a pretty uh, cool game. Come on. Yeah. I never got to play it, but I did watch, I did watch a playthrough on- uh, on on youtube but that generation yeah. i went i went xbox so i don't think it was oh, available okay. on xbox you've switched now have you i've i've done playstation every generation except for the xbox 360 cuz i thought the xbox 360 was better than the ps3 but every yeah, other generation okay. i've been playstation and yeah. now i got and now i got a switch my boys are going <laughs> to be happy cuz now they get to take over the ps4 completely and utterly now <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, they keep breaking the controllers, man. How old are your kids, by the way? Six and eight. Ooh. Yeah. So, so they're starting to get an no attitude. Red Dead. Not Red. No, no Red Dead yet. No. No. Nope. When when will you let them play it? I don't know. Maybe maybe double digits for guns. I think. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And now so you know GTA Five. Maybe teenager. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. They're great so, games, but yeah, they're, they're a bit young. They are violent, that's for sure. You can, you can stick to the Switch, yeah. <laughs> so any other advice for Ellie that you can think of? Oh, God, yeah, I hardly gave you any. I'm sorry. Um, no, all good. You know, my my advice to people, I mean, obviously, it uh, don't be ready for a lot of rejection and uh, mm. make sure that's your passion. And if you love mm. doing it, then it's not a job. 
uh, be ready for a lot of rejection because uh, yeah, and, and you have to learn how you have to learn how not to take it seriously or personally for that matter, even when it is personal. Uh, you just got to let it slide off. Um, more often than not, the reason why you don't book the job is something that is completely out of your control. And it's never it's never why you think. But uh, my advice to you would be to get yourself a microphone and practice and go go work begets work. You know, I started off in theater and I still believe that theater is the best medium to learn acting from. And the reason why it's pretty is good. You got the live crowd and. You have mm. a live audience right there in front of you. There's no filter between you and the audience. You learn what works and what doesn't work in real time because they yeah. laugh or they don't laugh or they, do they give you the reaction that you want or they don't give you the reaction that you want. And once you learn how to listen to the audience as well as the audience knows how to listen to you, then that's when you start becoming, in my opinion anyway, that's when you start learning how to become a better performer. Great answer. Parzival says, how are you doing, Mr. Clark? Hope you're doing well. Your acting in Red Dead Redemption 2 is just wow. You are the legend. Not to forget, Rob. Big no. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And without Rob, you know, I, we wouldn't be sat here chatting. Hey, Rob Weedoff is the OG. He is. But I tell you what, you put on a pretty fucking good performance. <laughs> Excuse thank my you. language. Thank uh, you. I remember, playing the, I remember playing the first Red Dead before I had even knew. Yeah, I was, was... going to say, you've played it, haven't you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was funny. I took a long hiatus from gaming. After I graduated college, I stopped for ages. And then like 10 years later, I started, I picked one, I picked one up again. And, that, and I was like, I was out of touch. So I remember the guy in GameStop, he's asked, what do you like? I said, ah, usually open world story driven stuff. So he gave me Skyrim and he gave me Red Dead and those were two pretty good recommendations. And I remember the when, wow. you know, spoilers aside, but you know, when at the end of Red Dead Redemption, I thought I had done something wrong. I was going back to previous saves and my wife was, uh, even, my wife uh, was even getting involved. Like, what do you mean? You know, and because she was enjoying it too. It was the, one of the few games. And it's not just my wife either, but loads of people tell me Red Dead is one of the few games that they're either their wives or their girlfriends or their, their parents or their grandparents enjoy watching. I can't believe how many grandfathers and grandsons have bonded through Westerns via video games because of Red Isn't Dead. It I, crazy? Never I never would have thought that would happen because my dad yeah. used to scream at me. Get off that damn thing. <laughs> if only he knew now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever beat Skyrim? <laughs> no, no, I still haven't completed it. Yeah, oh, it's not a, it's not a big game. It's not a long. Up, um, short I got game. so caught up in the side missions that I got quite a bit through it. Uh, I forgot what the original. I forgot what was happening in the original storyline, so I kind of lost interest. So, what have you got for PS Five? What games have you got at the moment? I, um, I just, I just b bought it today, so it's not delivered okay. yet. But uh, okay. I'm going to get Miles Morales, and I think I'm going to get Demon Souls. And it comes with that Astro Room too, doesn't it? Playroom, yeah. Playroom, yeah. I'm it's worth hear, playing with the kids. I hear, it's, it's I hear that's pretty fun. Yeah. So, so to answer your question, I'm going to get probably Demon Souls is the first thing I'll be playing on it, and then Miles Morales. Alex says, "What was the hardest scene for you to act in?" Ah, uh, I get that question a lot, and um, well. 
there's two kind of two answers, I guess. Well, first of all, crouch running is the hardest thing that I had physically that I had to do. Because, <laughs> like, because I said earlier, I mean, uh... Rockstar, you know, this doesn't happen with a lot of studios, but I really did do the, the great majority of all of the, the animations that you see Arthur do. And if it wasn't me, it was either a stuntman or it was Rob Weedoff. Because yeah. myself and Rob shared the, some of the side missions. I think I did more. It was maybe 60, 40, but we would share the side missions because so the side missions could be completed by either characters. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that. That's yeah, crazy. So, so he would do one and I'd ADR his mocap and then vice versa, you know, depending wow. on which, depending when you decide to do the mission, well, at what point in the game. So, yeah. so me and Rob shared the side missions and then anything else that was more stunt orientated, that would have been a stunt guy. But everything else is me. And crouch running was a pain in the arse, man. It really, really, it's a good workout for the thighs. Because <laughs> I had to do it for maybe a day or two. Because you're crouch running, then uh, wow. you're, crouch, you're crouch walking, then you're crouch sneaking, then you're crouch running with one gun, then you're crouch running with two guns, then you're crouch running with a rifle, then you're crouch sneaking with, I mean, it was a long time. So it was a good workout. At but least that, when you're playing, you see yourself you know, doing everything or most things. I can't tell you, you know, I was really pleased that I, I had the, at least the option to do most of the animation for Arthur, because I feel that gives an authenticity to Arthur. Yeah. That you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily enjoy in other games. I think sometimes you can tell uh, oh, yeah. the, mo the mocap is different for cutscenes than it is in in-game animations. You can tell it's a different person. At least mm -hmm. I can with some games. It's not the case with Rockstar games. They don't do that. Uh, they don't cut know. any corners, do they? <laughs> no, no, they oh, really yeah. don't. They really are for fully for the, the authenticity. But to, I remember acting-wise, the hardest one was the first spoilers, the first death scene, because I knew that mm. was... We probably did that maybe four years in. So I, I had known wow. for three and a half wow. for, pretty close to four years that this scene was coming. So I was a lot of, it was, I, I, I was nervous. Yeah, so it made me nervous and I, I wanted to get it right. So that was a little difficult, that one. And I know it worked out, but how was it playing that scene out on the day? You know, it was good. It was good. Me and yeah. Pete had done, we had been doing a lot of the fighting stuff before then. Um, yeah. So, you know, we were, we were getting ready and uh, yeah. You know, typically we'd get our, we'd get our pages like a week or two in advance. So we had, we had time to prepare and, and work on it, you know, which I'm really grateful for because in a lot of, you know, when you, a lot of voice acting, especially in gaming, you know, you don't get the script until 15 minutes before you're in the booth sometimes. And it's mm. not, and sometimes it's because of the NDAs and sometimes it's because they don't want you to know, but other times it's because they literally haven't written it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, far out. And, you know, so to have that prep time for such a pivotal part of the story was, it was very much appreciated, you know, because, you know, we were able to give it up. We wanted to do a good job and we were able to devote enough time and energy to make sure that we could give it the best we could, you know? Oh, unbelievable, you two together. Um, What about the, like, the emotion? Because I was looking back, like, Arthur's last ride, when the when the horse dies, I mean, we're going to spoil, guys. So if you haven't played it, we are spoiling here. Um, some of those scenes are just so emotional. 
what, what did you ever get emotional on set at any point like were there ever any tears or did it never get to that point for you I mean tears Roger crying no and <laughs> and Arthur doesn't cry either so but uh, yeah. I was definitely feeling it you know yeah. I was definitely feeling it uh one of the moments that was probably the most emotional for me Roger is uh well, the last, the very last scene I, we did was, uh, I believe, uh, going back to get the money, uh, uh, high honor. And when I give John my hat and satchel after my horse gets killed and then Arthur goes yeah. back to get, so I think that was the last scene I ever did. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was weird to do that, you know? Especially like the the metaphor of passing on the hat to someone. Oh, I know, yeah. But it it's, it should have been the other. I mean, it, me giving it to Rob for what he's going to do in the game that made this job yeah, possible I know. in the it first just... place. It was really meta. <laughs> but um, uh, Rob's such a joy to work with. You know, it was that was emotional. And then there's this other one that was kind of towards the end of the filming, uh, where it's after you rescue Trelawney from prison. Or that jail cart that he's in. Mm-hmm. And and then you have the option to go fishing with Dutch and Hosea afterwards. And you you commandeer a little rowboat and you go off and then you sing a bit of fishing songs and you're fishing. So that scene was one of the last ones we did too. It was like in the last few months. And you know, we learned that song together in the green room and then performing it for for re- you know, it was kind of it was it was really nice because by that point all the actors and the cast were really a gang you know we had been working together yeah. for five years you know children had been born and people had gotten married and you know people passed away too so we we really were a tight unit by then and i think that mm-hmm. the, the relationships that all the actors had developed with each other over the years shows in the game and I, i'm really grateful for that too that we were able to kind of convincingly portray this this the cohesiveness of this gang so that when it finally all falls apart, it makes it that much more tragic, you know? I can't, I, I tell you what, it's got to be in my top five games ever. Oh, Red thanks, Dead 2. Man. Seriously. I, I agree, but I'm biased. I know, you're a bit biased though. Yeah. <laughs> but it isn't, it isn't a happy experience the whole time. No, I'll tell you not. that because when you, when I found, when I was playing through it and uh, Arthur reveals the, um, that, you know, you pretty much know that he's, He's probably gone here because of the disease. Mm. That hit me pretty hard. And after that was actually a bit of a struggle to play because you, you sort of know how it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's different from John too because with John it's like that. Yeah. And so that kind of makes you expect, oh, is it going to, is that, is this, is this going to be the same thing? And yeah. you realize, yes, it is, but not quite because now you see it coming. Mm. And, and it's just, and there's no avoiding it. You think you might be able to avoid it, but I, I, I mean, there's apparently a lot of people Google searched when the cure for tuberculosis was found, and you know, really, it, it wasn't in 1899, that's for sure. <laughs> so people are like, wow. "Oh, that's not a good sign." Yeah, uh, but at did the you ever struggle time, to say that word what? in the booth or in the in the mocap stage? tuberculosis yeah <laughs> you know it's a good question because i don't actually think arthur ever says tuberculosis oh of course Maybe yeah he do- 
uh, he usually says TB, I think. But I, maybe he did. Someone will probably know the answer to that better than I. But I think yeah. he says T. I got the TB. That's usually what he said. I love how you can turn it on just like that. Uh, Jiminator says, I cried when Arthur took and put his hat on the last time and started running into the forest. That's the way it is. Started playing. Yeah. yeah. See, a lot of people start crying at that point. It's crazy because they're just so connected. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, because it's different from film or TV in many ways. And one of the ways is as when, you, when you're playing the lead in a video game, uh, you know, with... Uh, when you let me say that when you're playing the lead in a film or TV show, you know you gotta get the audience on your side. Obviously, you gotta do a good enough job so that they empathize with you. And in gaming, that job is a lot easier because they are you and they are responsible mm. for your actions. So they automatically identify to with you already. So that that's one of yeah. the things that makes it a little easier. There are different challenges elsewhere, but uh, as far as I think that's one of the reasons why Arthur's death hits gamers so hard is because at that point, they're about 60 hours in with this guy and they have shared a journey with him and they've led him and they were him and they're responsible for his behavior and his actions. So, I mean, you're pretty invested. 100%. Uh, Faded Flame, in the game, you and the other voice actors have to play what is essentially a family. How did you... How did playing the role together affect your relationship with them from Faded Flame? Well, Faded, um, I think I said that before, and like we were working together for so long that uh, we were a gang, you know. And yeah. I think that that really You'd probably came still across. be close now, eh? We are, yeah, yeah. But you know, and again, this is this is just it proves what I was saying earlier, you know. You you gotta stop calling performance capture voice acting. You gotta stop. <laughs> no, it's you, acting. You know, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's all acting. All of it's acting. You know, yeah. but but, but you, there is a there is a clear difference. There people, so, they're they're two there completely is, yeah. separate things. And you know, it. A lot of people think I'm precious for for pointing that out. But let me just tell you, man. If if you're a great voice actor, and you've never stepped foot in a mocap studio, you're not gonna you don't know what you're doing and vice versa. You know, if you're an accomplished mocap artist and someone puts you in a booth cause they saw, well, he was in this so-and-so video game. Let's get him voice acting. Mm. You might, you might be very sorely surprised. You know, you don't ask an electrician to do a plumber's job and vice versa. And you know, there are lots of voice actors who are more than accomplished in, in performance capture and vice versa. The two should never be taken for granted to be the exact same thing. It's, it couldn't be more different, to be honest, because voice acting, you're usually by yourself in a booth, not dissimilar to this. You've got your script. You don't need to memorize it. It's very isolated, isn't it? Compared to mocap, very freeing, like a theater performance. Yeah. You've only got one tool at your disposal as a voice actor. You know, mm. and you've got to create a whole character based on that. And sometimes the previ the other dialogue hasn't even been recorded yet. So you could be reading with mm. God knows who, and you have to bounce off of what you anticipate to be a performance rather than the actual performance itself. With performance 100%. capture, it's I think that's why Red Dead so the 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 um the the acting is so good because you're bouncing off the actual actors themselves. Oh, you know, yeah. that's there's so many little idiosyncratic details that the performance capture brings across, you know, it's just simple things like wiping your nose, 
Mm. You know, a lot of animators don't think to put that in there, you know, because one, sometimes their workload is so bad that they can't put in little things like that. But that's what makes characters human is little things like that. And when artists bring that stuff like that to the table in the performance capture, which they can't necessarily do in voice acting, it adds a a different nuance to the performances, you know? And when you're bouncing off your colleagues and when you're performing, I mean, it's not that different from film or TV, to be honest with you. Uh, Performance capture is very similar, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only difference I would say is that the camera can be anywhere in performance capture. Um, you don't know where it is that they, cause they can change it in post if they want to. So you, in, in some ways it's a little more theatrical cause you're not sure where the camera is and in gaming, yeah. especially they, they do go for the wide angles a lot, uh, so that the player can see their environment. So you're, you're going typically more wide shots than close-ups than you would on film. But other than that, it's not that different from film. You know, you're rehearsing a scene and you're performing it just like you would uh and and one of those sets and voice acting you know there one is neither one is not better or worse than the other but they are two totally different things and a lot of people still say voice acting just because of how to have it i think it's a habit i think absolutely yeah it's 20 years ago it was you know it it pretty much was all voice acting and but but pcap is is just is i'd say it's at least 50 50 now if not more so and and you know yeah. it can be damaging to professionals if you're being if if the if the public misunderstands your work on such a level that they don't even they're not even like they don't even understand how it was done. You know I've got amazing voice acting opportunities since Red Dead came out, but uh, a lot of them mm. are surprised when I tell them you know I haven't got as much voice acting experience as you think. And they're like, well, <laughs> yeah, what? you're Arthur Morgan. I was like, yeah, that wasn't voice acting. Sorry, guys. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But, um, wow. But it's a wonderful Crazy. industry all the same, and to be able to to be able to do both is just the biggest gift ever. Oh you know? yeah, unbelievable. Fizzy Phil, a big um, fan of a big part of our community here. He says. Love from South Af- South African in New Zealand. Love nice your performance. One. Love your performance on Red Dead Two. You are one of my favorite actors of all time. How's that oh, for praise? Thanks, Fizzy. Go and have a go. Go have a, cr- a nice beer in a crowded room in New Zealand on my behalf. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And really enjoy it. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I'm glad for you. <laughs> Ham Ham Noel says. Probably one of the saddest scenes in the game was when Arthur talked to the sisters at the train station. Was that mocap? That was mocap, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Sister Calderon, wonderful actor. Uh, and she's also in the original. Uh, and she's in Undead. Really? Yeah. I th- she might not be in the original, but she's definitely in Undead. Um, wonderful what? actor. And when are we getting an Undead in this game, hey? <laughs> Yeah, you're asking asking the wrong person. Even even if I I knew the answer to that, I would tell you I don't. (laughs) I think um, it's funny about that nun mission, though, because some people don't Mm. even if you if you don't help out the nun in Saint Denis, or if you have low honor, uh, that that mission doesn't happen. Or you no way. Yeah, you you meet with Reverend Swanson instead. This is the detail I'm talking about. We like half the people don't even see some of the stuff that. No two playthroughs are the same. I mean, that's the case with most games nowadays, but especially, I mean, oh, particularly. Not to this level. I think you got, I yeah. have to take my hat off to them. 
if um, you have low honor or if you didn't help out or if you didn't do those missions for with brother dorkins in saint denis then reverend swanson's at the train station and it's total it's a totally different scene have you played through the game yet i forgot to ask you i'm on you my have? second second playthrough now i'm taking wow. ages on my second playthrough because i'm trying 100 percent of it and i don't have the patience but so you uh, fully went through how many hours do you think you clocked in oh over a hundred? I'm probably about a hundred now. I probably, yeah. I think my first playthrough was sixty-five, and now yeah. I'm really, and now I'm really taking my time, and I've clocked in forty hours, and I'm just over halfway now. I think. I'm What's it gonna... like you you playing the game? Are you critiquing yourself the whole way through, or are you going, "Oh, I did that pretty good," or how do you, how does that work? It was weird at first, but I'm kind of used to it now. Yeah. You know? But uh, what I'm, what the reason why I'm playing the game now is I want to see what everyone else was doing because I knew I know what I did. Ah, uh, yeah. So I, I want to see what everyone else did. You know, some of the things I haven't seen. Uh, you know, but they may have filmed it without me. They may not have needed me. So I want to see the work of everybody else, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, Bourne says I've seen some people say Arthur's last ride was too melodramatic, but it's supposed to be. We know this man is dying, so let he, let us ball our eyes out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let, let me cry. Uh, yeah. There's two different versions of that ride home, too. Oh, my God. Really? Well, it's, it's I'm, not, I'm learning a lot today. They're not uh, major differences, but if you have the high honor, if you have high honor versus low honor, then you hear different flashbacks. <laughs> Wow. Based on based on your honor level, you hear different flashbacks. You hear different aspects of Arthur's past coming back to haunt him. See, I actually, I'm, I really love the horse ride with Unshaken being played. I mean, that is oh, one of yeah. the best songs I've heard in the game or ever, anything ever. Yeah. Such a good song. That one really reminded me of the first Red Dead Redemption when you, the first time you go into Mexico. I think Rockstar. 100%. That was um, Jose. Wasn't oh my it? gosh, yeah. And I What's think the song. Oh. So far away, I think is so that's far, one yeah, of the lyrics far away, anyway. Far away, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I think that was the first time I, I think I experienced that where yeah. you you're you're playing a game and a specific bit of music comes on that you weren't expecting, and you're like, hang on, this is different. I just opened yeah. the door there because it's getting hot. This is different. And you're like, oh wow. You know. It's just they, they Rockstar never failed to surprise. They, that's one thing for sure. They did, always surprise. Did you they see never that? do what you expect? Sorry, oh, I keep no. interrupting. No, no, no. All good. That's part of Zoom, isn't it? Um, did you ever see Unbroken Live at the? Did, were you there for that? Was at the Game Awards? Yeah, when you won. At the did the one I was at. Yeah, did they? Do oh yeah, live? Oh, oh yeah, they did. I, yeah, I yeah. replay that every month. That, that was insane. That oh, yeah. How Amazing. good was it? Yeah. Oh. And I was sat next to Woody Jackson. I didn't meet Woody Jackson until those Game Awards. Can you believe that? Really? Wow. Yeah. And he was like, wow. oh, my kid loves Arthur Morgan. I love your music. Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Matthias, hey, Roger, can you give us a shout out to our band Pongo? I love your work as Arthur. Who was your favorite to work with on set? Matthias. Well, Matthias, thank you so much, man. Big shout out to Pongo. I hope you guys are killing it in whatever venues you're playing at. I, I doubt you're playing <laughs> at any, 
And maybe you're in New Zealand again. You're probably larging <laughs> it up. But uh, uh, best of luck anyways. And the best one, to, best person to work with, well, it wasn't Peter Blomquist. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, every, all, everybody. Every, you great. can't pick a favorite. Can't pick a favorite. They're no. all awesome. No, they're all wonderful. Um, I remember... I, I was most nervous meeting everyone that I knew from the previous game. And that was pretty much Rob, Ben, and Steve. You know, Rob playing John Marston, Benjamin Byron Davis, who plays Dutch, and then Stephen Palmer, who plays Bill Williamson. I was really excited to meet them. And I didn't, I probably met them maybe a, a couple of, a month or two into the job. And uh, yeah. they just, I, I was, you know, I was such fans of their work. I was a little nervous and like, and I, I was anticipating like, who's this guy you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah who's this fucking guy um <laughs> yeah. but they weren't like that at all they were so welcoming and 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 such awesome. wonderful people to work with every single all of them and they had to be too you know i'm, I'm so grateful because the first time i worked with rob weedoff i had to lift him up on my shoulder it was that mission when you first meet john no way. And, oh my he's not a light man he's about he's the like same six foot eight isn't he well, no, Ben is six six. Oh, Ben is okay. Rob, Rob's the same as me. He's about okay. six one. Yeah. Uh, although I'm a little fatter than Rob now. We're about <laughs> we were about the same size when we started working together. But he's he's not a light man. He's he's not small. <laughs> has he got the voice of? Has he got the same voice as um, John? And like, or is he? Does he have to put a bit on as well? No, nah. it's him. He's it's, all it's him. him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. 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 When did you first uh, go ahead? Sorry, mate. Obviously he puts on some character, but he doesn't he doesn't change his voice. No. That's all oh. Southern Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, who cares says, Hello, Mr. Clark. Hope you're having a good day. Is it true you're working on something with Santa Monica? Anything you can share about future projects? He can't <laughs> share a damn thing. I know that. Uh, but you are working on video games, aren't you? You can say I am. That. Yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. And I will say, I know how I know where that rumor originated, and I it's kind of funny because I I mean a lot of like just for example with this thing here. Someone said, oh, how do, I, how do I get into video games? You know, I yeah. get people asking me that a lot. So whenever I see a studio announce that they're recruiting, I share it. And I did it once for Santa Monica. And the next thing I knew, I'm Thor. That's all, I, <laughs> that's all it took. So I'm not confirming uh, or denying anything. But hey. I mean, the, it's, it's a little bit of a leap, I have to say. I, was hey, just I hope you are, though. I hope you're in the game anyway. But I was just yeah. sharing a, a recruitment announcement by Santa Monica. Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to disappoint. So you're you're you are working on some big games at the moment, multiple or I don't know what? how big they're going to be, but yeah, okay. sure. I, I'm working on a few now. You know, I'm working on a few. Yeah, it's hard to say how big they are, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard <laughs> to tell. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, far out. Um, I did five years of Red Dead Two. I'm not violating any NDAs now. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Don't don't get in trouble. All but good. all I will say is, watch this space. There is one I can talk about. I'm in a game uh, coming out of a really cool indie indie studio in Wales. Uh, it's it's uh, Thrig House is what they're called, and they're coming out with a really cool platform game. I think it's going to be 2022, and that's called Lunavon. And it's deeply Ooh. embedded about into Welsh and Celtic mythology. It's really cool. And I play Ooh, this Irish yeah. rabbit. 
You play an Irish rabbit. An Irish rabbit, yeah. So it's a bit different from our. Can you give us the voice or not? We have to wait. It's just an Irish accent. How's it going? Hey, you're well. No, no, it's not like that. But I don't remember the dialogue (laughs) right now. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. I'm going to play that. Hey. Uh, Miss Sakiran Prime, what was your favourite and least favourite mission? Oh, well, any time I had to mispronounce column, that was that I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> we had that was a lot of talk about that, you know, over the years. Uh, really? So, yeah. so anyone who's 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 cares, it's not Colm, it's Colm O'Driscoll. It's not Colm, but <laughs> Rockstar, Rockstar, and their infinite knowledge thought, you know, Americans mispronounce foreign words all the time i think we're going to go with Colm. and i went okay fair enough not how you pronounce it though <laughs> so anytime i yeah. said that it really graded my gears but apart from that no <laughs> there really wasn't any missions that i didn't enjoy doing nah you know there were some missions that took years to do though i mean literally years we would start them and for whatever reason they wouldn't be on yeah. the schedule again until three or four years later and then some actor who was in it he'll come back and he'll be like you're still on this game? I'm like, mate, still on the game. We're still on the scene. You haven't even finished the scene from three years ago yet. And he'd be like, this is the same scene? And we're like, yeah, dude. Far out. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. I don't happens. think you can say that about any other game. <laughs> no. Seriously. No. Uh, uh, and that you. happened a lot with Julie Jesnick, who plays Mary, actually. You know? Uh, oh, I- Yeah. Because uh, I... they kept bringing her back for, to do more and more. I guess I guess the producers <laughs> liked it, uh, and so they she would come back for a couple of days over the course of like four years, and she two years later she'd be like, "Is this still the yeah? It's still the same game." Yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask you: you play you play other characters in the game as well, or like sometimes not I at would, all. Sometimes I would stand in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but my you never voice, actually voiced. No. no. Sometimes I would stand in if it was just an NPC, you know, or if it was someone to, you know, if they needed an extra body, sometimes I would stand in, yeah. Uh, I think what you're probably referring to is uh, after the epilogue and the end credits, you see Mary standing over Arthur's gravestone, and that wasn't Julie Jesnick doing that. That was actually me. So I was standing over my own gravestone mourning myself. Yeah. (laughs) But it was What's fun to play. Like? It was fun to play. I was just enjoying playing a woman because I, I don't, <laughs> I don't often get to do that. So it was no. fun. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, I, I was, I really teared it up, and you know, I really, really went over. The oh board. yeah, you sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Dark, Dark Jedi Reaper. That's a cool name. He says, "What was it like acting with invisible horses?" Now I know that it wasn't invisible. You were using. Was it? Um, barrels. Yeah, we we had we had yeah. horses, uh, but we didn't the act the cast. My, we didn't work with live horses. They got all that done in like a week or two because you know you didn't want you don't want to have horses nah. on call for five years. So they got they got all the animations that they needed from the live animals in as in as quick a time as possible. So then we would work with uh, set horses, you know, and then they would they would put those the the real horse animations in afterwards don't ask me how but we uh yeah we worked with fake horses yeah, yeah. although i can ride but uh didn't have to oh, on you this can? project yeah i've ridden on i've done i've even filmed a few westerns and stuff so i've filmed with work, oh wow filmed with horses but i didn't have to do it on this project that's awesome 
Are you still doing TV and movie stuff? Are you still pursuing that, or are you going all in on video games? Cause- you know, uh, Red Dead has provided such an amazing opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I'm I'm very grateful for any and all opportunities that come my way. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, yes. Yes, I'm still doing film and TV, and yeah. and I'm definitely pursuing voice acting too. You know, it's all good. It's all. It's all good. on the table. Yeah, I, I, uh, I love I love it all. I enjoy it all. Lots uh, of all, all. They're all different challenges. You know, you're living the dream. Dennis says hello from Michigan, Roger. Hey, Dennis, how's it going? Mich- you ever been to Michigan? I haven't actually. No. Uh, Lucas, hey, Roger. <clears throat> hey, hey Roger, absolutely love your p- phenomenal acting in the game. Do you think Arthur's lines were stunningly written? Cheers from Denmark. Uh, well, Lucas, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think they were. <laughs> the, to put the it short, ri- yeah. The main writers were Dan, Dan, uh, obviously, God, what's their last names? Who are the guys that, that run Rockstar? I can't believe this. Oh, man, you're going to have to cut this out, Dan. <laughs> oh, uh, I know who Houser. you're talking about Houser. as well, and I'm blanking Dan Houser. as well. Dan Hauser. Dan Hauser was one of the writers, and uh, he's now since left the, left the company, but Dan himself Houser, and Sam yeah. started it out, and Sam's still there. But Dan is the, probably the main writer, and he himself and Michael Unsworth and Rupert Humphreys did an amazing job. And, you know, we worked together a little bit, but uh, I felt that we we were working together even more like outside of each other's proximity because you know they would be watching what we were doing and they i i guess i i think they changed and they would you know they would appeal to our our strengths and you know they would maybe the weaknesses sometimes they would write out or edit and i felt that we were really working together at least or at least listening to each other and if it was it was one of the it was a really pleasant experience to to work with writing like that because Oh, it was so it was simple. It's elegant. And uh, and most importantly, we had a mutual understanding of what Arthur should be. And that's kind of vital. I mean, if you don't if you're not all on the same page uh, with, with, with how certain characters work or don't work in certain situations, you know, then then there's a lot of a lot of problems can can turn up in, uh, later on down the road. But when you are working with really talented people who who understand and appreciate what you're doing and vice versa it's it's truly a magical thing as you know it, it helps establish a lot of trust and when when you're working with someone that you know is good and you learn to trust them and that's when that's when magical stuff can happen because you're you're relaxed and you're you're a bit more loose and you don't know what and you're kind of mm. like oh let's just see what happens you know, let's just see what happens because I know that whatever does happen, it won't be horrible. And even if it is, we'll just do it again and differently. Wow. I wanted to ask you as well, when you were playing through the game, because I, I covered the Easter eggs on my channel, so I, I reckon there was about 80 videos I uploaded just on Easter eggs. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, didn't re- I know there's a few, but I didn't know there were that many. Yeah, wow. like did you ever come across the UFO or the vampire or the... I didn't so meet. Many. I didn't meet the vampire, but I remember doing the VO. That was voice acting. I, yeah, because um, there's lines I, for that. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing the lines for the vampire. I haven't met him in game, um, no. and I remember there's some funny stuff there too. Because some people, 
you have to act really fast because he get he gets oh, you. Yeah. He just gets one swing at you and you're dead, right? Yeah. So I saw some, maybe it was you. I saw one guy really fast. He got out his lasso and he hogtied this this vampire before he got got to him. <laughs> and he put him on his horse and he he just rode around until day to, until daylight happened. He wanted to see what would That's happen. That's right. Yeah, that wasn't me, but I've seen that video, yeah. Anyway, he didn't burn up in the flames uh, because of the sun, but I remember doing recording the the vampire. I and I did encounter the the UFO. Uh you did my yeah. first playthrough. Yeah, I remember reading the note on the table and I was like, I bet you if I come back here late night at night then i'll see something and i camped and yeah i saw it and that was really cool and um, see that's the stuff i love as well they put so yeah. much in i haven't some people think that that's linked somehow to some of the easter eggs in gta 5 like chiliad or or what is it yeah. the epsilon group or the people yeah. who, i don't know if it is or not but you there can't was another confirm or deny i have no idea <clears throat> i genuinely don't know you know um because uh, there was a, the Chelonians too. They have a bit of an Epsilon vibe on them, don't they? Did you ever come across the Chelonians in Red Dead? The Chelonians is in the like the zombie you have to people at night. You, you rescue Mary's brother from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're yeah, the yeah, crazy. Yeah. They're the crazy turtle uh, uh, zealots, you know. Oh and yeah. The, and then there's an Easter egg with them too, where <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> there's an Easter egg with them where if you as long as you don't make your presence known to them and you meet them in the right place, they'll just they run off a cliff like lemmings. Really? Just, yeah, in like a, a joint suicide pact, they just run off the cliff. I don't think I've seen that one. And it's, I hate to say it, it's hilarious because you know, <laughs> each and every one of them, there's about five of them, and each and every one, of, they think they're as, be ascended, you know, into whatever ethereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as they take a running jump, every single one of them shouts out as they're falling, Chelonia! <laughs> I have not seen that, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe I have, but it's been a while. But and there's, an, there's an additional Easter egg. I don't know if, I, maybe I shouldn't even say this, but we did film it. Yeah. Where if the player wants to follow them, <laughs> you can get Arthur or John going, Chelonia! Or Chelonia! And then you're dead. <laughs> You know, okay, I need to look this up after this. Man, that's amazing. I'm not sure if that's real or not, but I do remember recording that, and I remember Rob did it too. But that that's the Chelonians, the Chelonians are really funny. Do you do you remember recording for the? Um, I think it's a random encounter where you get captured or poisoned by that weird family. Yes, yeah, that was one of my favorite. The the the. The incest, the incest couple. Yeah, that was a, the pig that farm. Was cool. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Those guys were funny. <laughs> here's here's a bit of info for you. Yeah, the guy, the guy who who's of the brother from those two. Yeah, is the same uh, same actor. Uh, you remember the beginning of GTA Five at North Yankton, and one of the gang robbers with Michael and Trevor gets it in the throat and he dies. Same actor. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you, gotta, you, you need a cameo in GTA 6. They better call you up. <laughs> they better call you up. Or you need to be a main character. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. We've got some more here. Thank you, Bulletproof. Uh, ben Mack, do you play games yourself and what games? Yeah. Um, Roger. Play, playing Bloodborne at the moment. Bloodborne. Wow. 
friggin' hard. That's pretty full on. Yeah, it's, people have been talking to me about it for years, so I finally thought I'd give it a try. And I mean, it's hard, but I'm starting to get better at it. So, yep. yeah, it is hard though, man. That is oh un- yeah, is unforgiving, unforgiving. Mika Bell, thank you so much uh, for that. Crank Mambo. Hey, Roger, much love. Keep doing what you're doing. Could I ask, what was the first game you played and your favorite game you've ever played? Oh, first game I ever played was uh, either Pong or something off the Atari 600. It might have been Bowling or ET. Um, there was a track and field. We're going one. back. Yeah, that's early 80s, 80s, maybe <laughs> 81 or something. Uh, but the best game I ever played, I remember the game that had probably the most profound effect on me. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead aside, because, you know, but I think Final Fantasy VII. I think it was Final really? Fantasy VII. Yeah, I loved that wow. game. Wow. Did you play yeah. the remake? No, I haven't yet. No. Oh. No, I haven't. And I, I heard the remake isn't even the whole story, right? No, it's only part one like or halfway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, might, I might give it a try, but the combat system looks so different. Uh, it looks, it look. Uh, sometimes I get overwhelmed now because I'm like, I, yeah. you know, I'm reminded by this stand-ups. You know, Mark Maron has this bit in a stand-up session he does where he's like, I don't know how much time I left. I've left. So you know, like whenever yeah. when somebody tells, oh, you got to read this book. Oh, you got to see this film. I'm like, do I? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much time I have left. I mean, do I really need to? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that way with some video games, like something that I know is going to be a massive investment and I'm not sure I'm going to love it. I'm like, Ugh. it's hard to, I commit. get weird. Yeah. That didn't bother me before, but I guess now that I, I got less time to play games, basically. That's the reason. Yeah. So, um, but I, you maybe got two I'll give... kids, man, and a wife. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that, that, that should explain it all. Uh, Miss Curian Prime says, will there be a Red Dead 3 and play as young Landon Ricketts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Landon Ricketts, such a popular Red Dead character. He was awesome. Unfortunately, I think the actor passed away. So, that oh, doesn't really? of course, that doesn't necessarily mean they can't go back again like they did, you know, but uh, I have no idea. I have no. absolutely no idea. And I, even if you did, you couldn't tell us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you want honestly, I'd be very surprised if we don't see another Red Dead game at some point in the future, but I have no idea. Do you know the sales on it now? Or, How many it sold worldwide? I think, I think was it 26 million or something? Oh, just a couple. I know Take Two. <laughs> Take Two did a. They they announced it at the shareholders recently. I think it's twenty six million copies. Uh, only a couple then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing. GTA Four is now up to like not four five is now up to like one hundred and forty million copies. But that that is a phenomenon, isn't it? That that game's just on another level. Like in terms it's, of, it's crazy. Like, it's over seven years old now, and it's still. Chopping, like chopping one of the, the charts. Yeah. It's still one of the top 10 games in the UK. It's kind of, and it's, and mostly now, I mean, everyone, a lot of people just play it for online now. Cause you know, you, you've, we've had seven and a half years to do the story. So a lot of the people, <laughs> a lot of the people are going online, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, Have you played through that story? GTA five. Yeah. 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 Nice. After you got the geek? During. I was playing during. during. Yeah. Nice. It was actually really handy because 
you know, while a lot of the technical things for the differences between cutscenes and in-game stuff and yeah, seeing yeah. how they they merge from cutscenes to in-game. And there was a lot of technical requirements that the actor would have to do for the animators to make that look seamless and to make it blend in nice and easy. So playing GTA V helped me understand the animators' needs a lot better. Mm-hmm. So it, and of course, it was a lot of fun too. And you know. Yeah. Dan House is in the chat apparently. No way. And he says <laughs> he says, Roger, would you ever stream hey. a Red Dead 2 playthrough? Oh, is that what you want, Dan? All right. How about you tell us when the next Red Dead 3 is coming out? Oh man, you wouldn't even know either, because you don't work for Rockstar anymore. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, you want me to stream Red Dead, do you? Yeah, have you ever thought about that? Or is it just something you, you prefer to play alone or I don't know, man. You know, I yeah. saw. I watched. I love Nolan North's retro replay. If you if you know what, yeah, that is that's cool. Yeah, I've so, seen him play through Uncharted. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching him play through <laughs> Uncharted because the memories it brought up and it stoked in his brain. It was a wonderful thing to witness him, like going, "Oh yeah, I remember this day." Blah blah blah, and, and that was so cool because I had played Uncharted too. I, I think I got the anthology when that came out, and they had all, oh nice. They had. The three, they, they had the Drake's three. Drake's collection, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then about six, and then later on, four came out. Um, so I played the anthology before I saw Nolan play it, and it was, yeah. I loved it. So maybe that would be something I'll consider later on down the line. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to stream. I'm pretty bad when it that's comes That's all right. I'll help you. Just message me. I'll help you, mate. Okay. Uh, Mika Bell. Mika Bell says, John, can't believe you betrayed Dutch for all the things he's done for you. <laughs> uh, ooh, John betrayed Dutch or, or Arthur? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. mean, isn't it? Horrible. You know, poor old Dutch. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Is that a line? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I know. I mean, there's so many. Born 92. Hey, Roger, love your performance. What is your take on Dutch? Did he change or did he become more the person he always was? Ah, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he did change. I think we get a glimpse of who Dutch was at the beginning of Red Dead 2. You see, you know, at the very beginning in the winter, we see why people revolve and, and draw towards this man. He is a leader, you know, and he cares about his gang. Mm-hmm. But then we also see a descent, you know, and uh, there's a lot of things that cause that descent. And, but the interesting thing is that you get to see what causes it because we see Dutch at the, for the first time, you know, a fallen man. And uh, and then we get to see how he got to be there. And, yeah, I think there was a lot. I think he, he initially was. I think he did change. I think his priorities changed. And what's more important and more importantly, I think. America changed and it, you know the mm. outlaw way of life was just running out and he wasn't he was not accepting that as truth so he really had his back up against the wall and as that continued he became more and more desperate and less and less of a Robin Hood and you know more like a, a killer you know and yeah and when Hosea dies at the San Denis bank robbery that's the angel over his right shoulder gone you know, and then all yeah. the and then not long after, it's replaced by Micah over the other shoulder, and you know he he loses a lot of good advice, uh, and Arthur is not in a position to take over from Hosea. You know, he 
it, it just doesn't, it's not what Ar- the way Arthur is. Uh, so we see that relationship and indeed the whole gang disintegrate. And one of the reasons yeah. is, yeah, one of the reasons is Dutch, but the other reason is, you know, that way of life is running out. And one of the biggest sources of conflict within the game is the gang refusing to come to terms with that. Yeah. 100%. Texas Al, good luck on your 100% run on Red Dead 2, Roger. Thanks. About to finish my 100% takes patience and luck. Oh, yeah. I heard some of the gambling challenges take forever. Like you have to get three twenty ones in a row, and that's just pure chance. I haven't done all the challenges. Yeah, (sighs) yeah. I know a friend uh, that has. He said it was a was a battle. Do you need to hundred percent it to get the challenges, or does that platinum it? I'm. I'm I think. I think that's platinum it. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe I won't platinum it. Then maybe I'll just hundred (laughs) percent it. (laughs) Uh, Bulletproof. Say greetings from Germany. Love Roger's work. Thank you. I got to say, there's so many people saying "love you." Where I'm only, I'm only showing you a couple. They're oh, they're yeah. flooding in. I'm sure there's that. loads of other things you're not sharing to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I haven't seen a negative comment, man. Oh, that's I have great. not seen one negative comment. So that's, that's a testament to you. That's nice. Um, I know you, you've got to go to you soon, mate. I Pretty don't soon, yeah, up. yeah. About okay. Deutschland, vielen Dank für alles, yeah. Um. Can you give me another 10 or we got to be gone? Sure, sure. Let's do another Beautiful. 10, yeah. Cool. Um, all right. We'll answer some more questions from you guys. Nice to see you in Black Lung. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what Michael calls Arthur. Yeah. This is for Roger. Have you been in talks to star in Rockstar's upcoming? Yeah, we've already mentioned that. Um he can't disclose anything. Hey, Roger, what's your favorite Arthur Morgan quote and why? All the best from Moscow. Oh. Wow. Nice one. Uh, I like, I like, there's, there's one line that a lot of other people, it's not that famous, but I just liked it because it was something he says to John, you know, and as you may know, the relationship between John and Arthur is, you know, it's not great at the beginning of the game. You know, there's a bit of animosity between them. There's a lot of, kind of almost like a sibling rivalry almost yeah with arthur being the older brother and john being the the younger f up you know so one of the things arthur is pissed off about is that he thinks john gets a bit of an easy break for absconding from the gang free and abigail and their newborn child for a year and he thinks that's kind of shitty of john and that he doesn't but so what does he say to john there's that mission before they go off stealing the sheep together and um and then they they steal the sheep and then they get ripped off selling them because the guy knows they're stolen and then you go on to meet up with dutch and strauss in the bar and they get held up and you have to shoot your way out of strawberry but anyway uh, arthur says something to uh, john which is kind of what we were going about earlier before arthur is yeah. one of the few people in the gang that sees the writing on the wall he knows that everybody's mm. days are numbered and he can see it coming even if nobody else can and he tells john he says listen i was prize pony once but this life this way we're the last for it i reckon and we ain't long for we're the last i reckon and we ain't long for it oh so he was a fortune teller he was he was he could he was a fortune teller he kind of saw saw the writing on the wall i like that line 
When you become Arthur there, it just gives me so many flashbacks. It's crazy. Um, who cares? Do you think there are any chance for Arthur returning? Also, was there any backstory on the Blackwater Massacre? Mm. She's from Romania. Ah, yeah. Yeah, the Blackwater Massacre is still this infamous thing. And we, yeah. still, don't know, we still don't know that much about it. It's mentioned no. in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. You know? And then we and everyone was oh when Red Dead Two come out, comes out we'll get to know what happened at Blackwater and we still didn't because we're they're fleeing from it so we still don't know what happened but we know that Dutch went a little crazy and that stuff it wasn't pretty and that a lot of innocent people got hurt and anyway I don't know I don't know no but the only way Arthur could come back is if it's another prequel or who knows man I mean geez flashbacks I I don't know I don't know if Arthur's coming back or not. Um, naturally I would love to carry on with this journey with Arthur if there's somewhere else to go, but I don't know if there is or not, you know, and don't forget there, there was, there was really no similarities in storyline or narrative between Red Dead Revolver and Red Dead Redemption. So who knows what's going to happen next? Who knows? Yeah. But they can't they can't keep going back in time though, because if they do, then <laughs> they're just gonna get worse and worse guns. The guns will become worse. And I don't think well, gamers will like that. It's a testament to you, mate, that you get you probably get this question more than everyone. Where are you coming back or are you in the next game? So um <laughs> how do you memorize your lines, Grin Dragon? You just do it once one one word at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, it sprains like a muscle, like anything else. You exercise it in a certain way, it gets better at it. Yeah. Ash Ashantia, I'm probably stuffing that name up. Was surprised to see Roger in I Shouldn't Be Alive. Oh yeah. What's yeah. that? Is that a movie? That was a TV show I did years, TV show? years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. wow. It was years ago, over 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh wow. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mitchell H. Hey, Roger, could you elaborate on the cut Arthur dialogue from New Austin or the early sections of Arthur's journal? A cut prologue? Cheers from America. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Uh, yeah. There was some stuff cut. Uh, initially, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I think maybe Arthur, initially, there might have been a moment where he may have been able to get to New Austin, but that, that, uh, quickly was no longer a thing gone, yeah. i i don't i don't know the ins and outs of of the of the decision making as to what did or didn't get cut and the stuff and the dialogue that we did record for stuff that that got cut i don't remember that well yeah uh i do remember arthur having some dialogue in new austin though because uh was it that one town that gets scarlet fever so there was just a bit of npc dialogue saying Watch out, Mister Scarlet Fever here. So that's where you find. <laughs> what town is that? That's Ar- Armadillo, isn't it? I think it so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you find out why. It's actually really well done because you find out why Armadillo is such a low-run town because it yeah. was suffering from plague not long before. And then the same thing with the other town, that is just a total ghost town. Yeah. That uh, has that real badass sheriff in it who who will just kill you. He'll straight up kill you if you don't. <laughs> Uh, what's that town's name called? I forget. Someone in the comments probably. Someone knows. will know. Yeah. Yeah. Someone it's the, it's the ghost town in New Austin in Red Dead Redemption. But when you go to it in Red Dead Two, it's not a ghost town. There's still some people there. 
I forget what it was yeah, called. They're saying Armadillo, but it's... Um, oh, if that's Armadillo, then what's the other town? The one, the first town that you go Ch- to? Cl- Clolera? Chalera? Tumbleweed? Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. That Tumbleweed. was it. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed is the ghost town. Yeah. Armadillo yeah, yeah, yeah. is the first town. Yeah, Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed is the ghost town. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple more here for you, mate. Um, Roger, can you shout out my mum, Carol Ann Azatha? <laughs> Carol Ann! Where are you, Carol Ann? You're all right, girl. <laughs> Uh, Roger, can you tell my friend Lucas to finish the game from Brazil? Hi from Brazil. Lucas, finish the goddamn game. What the hell's wrong with you? You owe it to me to finish my story. Uh, just quickly from Niam, what was your reaction when Arthur got TB when you found out about that? Oh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was very interesting. Because that was pretty early on. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was going to be a, some, although it's a similar journey to John Marston's, it's not the same. Cause like where you're one sudden and the other one you see coming. And, you know, as in early on, as in like 2015, like 2013. Wow. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was, uh, it was actually kind of a, it was a challenge to find audio of people actually suffering yeah. from advanced stages of tb because by the time they had to, the, the technology to record audio uh tb rarely got to these advanced fatal stages didn't think about that yeah but i was able to find some in rural india like in the 1940s of people who were unfortunately suffering badly for and in the latter stages of tb so i was able to hear some respiratory stuff uh, which was which was useful, if not a little bit morbid. But uh, uh, you know, I I I I was excited to be honest because I thought, oh, that's going to provide a lot of opportunity. That's uh, that's some stuff to chew on there. You know, this slow and gradual journey towards your demise and seeing that. You know, then what yeah. what, what happens on that journey is kind of interesting. Yeah. So when when you look back on this game, how do you feel now, years later? Looking back on that amazing experience, it was a gift. It's the mm. changed changed my life. You know, yeah, I'm very grateful for it. You know, before Red Dead, I was an off Broadway actor. Uh, I was I was just about able to look after myself and my family before Red Dead before Rockstar Games hired me. Um, and like probably the first half of my professional career, you know, I had to do other jobs to make a living. And, you know, it's pretty similar to most actors, really. You know, um, the, the actors that you learn about and watch uh, are pretty much at the top one or two percent of, mm. of the profession. And the majority, the great majority of us are, are struggling working actors who, uh, who, you know, are just grateful for from one job to get one job and you know they Mm. they they work from one job to the next and so red dead changed that for me and it made me in a it put me in a position to to really to not only just uh, be able to work so much but also to work in a really challenging environment with amazing talented people and it also gave me the ability to to look after my family and uh yeah. I, I, for that i'm eternally grateful uh, uh but uh, and the fact that the fans are so 
appreciative of the work that everybody did too, which means the world. I mean, that's all you can really hope for is that your work is enjoyed. And, and the fact that so many of you guys seem to enjoy it is something that I can't describe. It's like a dream come true. Amazing, man. Well, thank thank you so much for taking the time, and thank you so much for hanging out today. It's been um, a pleasure. Everyone here's had a blast, including myself. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Um, before I let you go, uh, can can Arthur Morgan say something to to Dan? What's your show called again? What's the Dan 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 what, Allen Gaming? Gaming. Yeah. Dan Allen Gaming. You have got to be one of the best things to come out of Australia. Do you know that? You don't hold a candle to Ned Kelly. You would have been able to wipe the floor with him ten times over. You and me, we would have been unstoppable. Anyways, Outlaws for Life, partner. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, man. Have you got much planned? I've got to work tonight. Uh, nice. Yeah, gotta do gotta do a bit of work tonight, and gonna get the dinner ready for the boys now. Beautiful. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for taking the time. Have a great All day. All the best. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Roger guys. Clark on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You know where to find him. Follow yeah. him. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Thank you, man. All the best. <laughs>